Did you have to say that when Rory wasn't on the headphones? Oh, did you I blow it? Did you, no. did you say something funny that's gone now? No, He told not. me all about his beverage. <laughs> oh, it was, it, it was fancy, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really fancy. It it's has vodka that. and multiple fruits. No, just one fruit. It's grapefruit. Not oh. like grape plus other fruit. It's grapefruit and vodka soda. No, tell me what you said, though, the first time. I mean, it's a high noon... Sun sips, vodka and soda, (laughs) grapefruit made with real fruit juice. I just wish I had a a dollop of how much joy you must have every time you go to the grocery store. (laughs) Oh, it's a problem. (laughs) It's such a problem. I'm such a hedonist, man. It's it's just an Oompa Loompa dancing down the aisles. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a weird James Corden video. I'm, I'm just partying in the crosswalk. Like I'm promoting a musical that you hate. My name is... Mr. Sour Pickle. They are the visionaries. Rappling hood. Unlock it. It's all about helping people. Blow up with people. You're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. I need a how did JFK get my spaghetti video? To help fight hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is Saturday Morning Tuesdays. The uh, Well, we're the animated podcast about real cartoons. We're back with that old uh, with that old tagline because we're watching some serious live action content. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And uh, you know what this is. You listened to last week. This is, the, this is our Super Sentai arc. And I kind of wanted to start this week with a thought that I had while watching these episodes tonight. Okay. It's it's not specifically about this content. What my thought was, was watching all these giant fucking dinosaurs and kids with bracelets and them talking to them in their fucking, you know, tele- telepathy head zones. Do you think that it was a one-to-one relationship, like just a real funnel from like Power Rangers kids into Digimon kids? Yes, mm. yes, that is a direct pipeline, I believe. Because, boy, they have a lot of, like, similar feels here. Maybe it's just the dinosaur-heavy shit that we've been watching, but, like, something about this, I was just like, is that Agumon? <laughs> like, <laughs> are we gonna go to the digital world now? I don't know. Rory, you liked both of these things, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I never... I was maybe just too old when when Digimon came around to like want a Digivice. The way <laughs> I definitely I was young enough that I definitely would have gotten one of those bucklers. I never wanted a Digivice. I right. was too yeah. old and cool. I was too old and cool. I was like, it was you know, I was <laughs> you, you, you uh, too old and to yet. pretend too old to pretend this plastic toy actually can summon Digimon. Right? Uh huh. Like, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just i i like i like drawing the 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 connections between this particular genre of live action content and like just anime in general, but cartoons in a bigger general, right? Like, there's a lot of connective tissue that we were discussing last week about how this kind of just feels a lot like cartoons that people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems cheaper. Yeah, it would be interesting if the the Rorschach test if. Uh, if Power Rangers primed me for some kind of uh, box-related summoning device. For your digivolution? For my digivolutions. That was like, oh, 
I've been Manchurian candidated for this. <laughs> <laughs> and yet there is still so honestly, at the end of the day, so little Japanese DNA that makes it to the end product of the American productions. Like, yeah, they they have scraped so little from a very fertile barrel, you know? Yeah. Fertile of, of, barrel? Uh, yeah, we're running with it. <laughs> And it's just damn. I really want to put a baby in that barrel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I bet I could too. I bet I could too. That one looks like it'll really take. There's a whole <laughs> barrel of funk, and and the and at the top there's just some bright colors, and they it's like the Americans just said these colors will do, and left everything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of the cream? No, no. The the Power Ranger colors. Whatever you right. whatever you want to call okay. it. It's a mold. It, it, the barrel is what you need it to be, Austin. It's uh, fertile. It's fertile. Yes. He needs right. it to be fertile, I think. In this case, the cream doesn't rise to the top. It's sort of somewhere in the middle. It comes. No. And you they can don't put take the... the cream. They're not taking the barrel cream. The cream can be where you need it to be. Nobody. You're the one making it a barrel full of cream. Before you said that, it could have been any kind of barrel. You're poking holes in this analogy. <laughs> well, we're going to do a lot of hole poking tonight in the shows we watched. Except, well, maybe not. Maybe not Ranger, because that was fucking perfect, and I have no no notes actually. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So here, here, I'll, I'll I'll say what we're watching. We've jumped because uh, we're this arc. I'll say it again. We are following the Japanese series Super Sentai, and as you know now, the uh, the Super Sentai shows are sort of adapted one to one into seasons of Power Rangers, and so we've been picking pairs of those. And so the first one we started with was the first Power Rangers, but we have jumped roughly ten years into the future to Power Rangers Dino Thunder from 2004, which is a loose adaptation of Bakudu Sentai Abba Ranger from 2003 and 4 in Japan. The 27th Super Sentai show. Uh, <laughs> That's so many. It's so many. Uh, this is also, I was looking at, I, I didn't do a ton of research, but I was looking at this. These are, uh, we, we've jumped into the Disney years. So there, in 2002, Fox Family was sold to Disney and became ABC Family, and in that umbrella was Saban, and uh, and so around 2002 they started airing Power Rangers on ABC Kids or uh, or on Toon Disney if you were in like a Jetix country, and so this is like this is Disney content now, like they own it and they're producing it with Toei, and I find that also really fun, like to think about. That is fun to think about because they do love <laughs> saving money. They do love saving money. So what do you think? Dive right in? I think we have to, yeah. Boop. And so, everybody, everybody, here we are. Here we are. I am going to punt it really quick back to Andy to uh, oh. to remind everybody the Japanese name, because it's a little outside <laughs> my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. Bakuryu Sentai Abarenja. There you go. So we watched episode one, The Great Dinosaur Rampage. 
<laughs> so I assume Opera Ranger is where that Swedish uh, band, the disco group from the 70s, um, they all become mm, warriors, I assume, right? Because mm. they become super troopers and... Mamma Mia, oh. what a what a, he's what a he's already, adventure. He's already been kicked out. I know. <laughs> do you do you consciously know you're going to poison a room when you start why doing do, stuff like why, this? Yeah. Why do you choose to be the way you are? <laughs> you just walk in and lay a fart. Just a big, just a big ABBA fart. By, right, by the, right by the fan, right by the box fan. <laughs> you could have gone anywhere in the room and you went to the box fan. You didn't do it on purpose. That particular guys everywhere. <laughs> you guys. No. So this one, if you want to hear a little Nopsy poo, it goes something like this. Asuka, a bare black, a bear black. A bare black. A bare black. <laughs> Not bear black. <laughs> a bare black. <laughs> Uh, must gather together three humans with overflowing dino guts to become the Abba, Abba Rangers to face against the invading force of the Evolians and the brainwashed and rampaging Bakuryu. Oh, the dino, dino guts! guts. <laughs> I have a lot to say about dino guts, but we'll get there. We will get there in due time. Please hang on. Rearrange those dino guts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yet again, Japan has blessed us with an extremely hype and entertaining episode one that's better than the other one. God, it's I got, so yeah, good. It's, it's obviously better. I, I, I will say I noticed. Um, didn't you think it was a lot more tight on the serialization and a lot less openly silly for the, at least the first half? Yeah, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes, definitely. I mean, they they were both tighter. Both shows were were definitely yeah. Oh, yeah. a little tighter in a lot of ways. Yeah, the Japanese one is leaning more heavily early into like story elements than the than the the previous weeks did. Um, well, it's also leaning into, and I don't. I'm not going to give this credit. I'm not going to say that they learned from Mighty Morphin to sort of uh-huh, start uh-huh. with the characters learning sort of who each character is because they're again they're in season 27. I to, think it's to, just 10 years of natural television evolution. Yeah, exactly. I, I think so. we saw the exact same thing in Digimon, right? It was like, yep. let's get let's introduce fewer cares up front and let's give them character traits to attach to. Yeah. For these for these giant ensemble action shows, it's just necessary. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean it was it was definitely it was less silly than the first one we saw. But sometimes Um, sometimes yes (laughs) but no i as a as a pilot as like a show i a hundred percent just loved every second of this i I feel like it cleared my skin it like mm -hmm. removed any of my disappointments and sadness and stress and it was just like i was delighted watching this silly fucking show and it was so good i want to get to know all of these characters so bad because, yeah, most of them, most of them are what you'd expect. They're young, they're interesting, uh, but we've kind of we kind of have flexed into a couple sort of maybe non-standard character types for main uh-huh. characters in a Power Rangers show. Uh, I, let's start with the obvious ones, right? So we've got a sort of hot boy 
who is like a really, really high paid masseuse. Yes, is like a quack faith healer. Okay, well, that's not the first. The first one is Hopboy from space, right? Oh no, but I was, I was, I was just gonna go in order of like, like starting with like the ones who can fight, like you expect. <laughs> I did, yeah, Austin. I didn't, I didn't have a solid read on him because he they present him like a quack faith healer, and then the chick is like actually healed and skips out of his office. Yeah, so, yeah and like here's like here's like five hundred bucks in cash. Uh, thanks for sort of like fixing my shoulder on the sly or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it's such a weird like he might be Yakuza. He might be like I it's like it's it's unclear. But I love that. I have no idea who this person is, but I'm deeply fascinated because it's not a trope of any kind. It's just like a weird. It's just like a weird swing. Hmm. Yeah. He uh, it's all it's also it's not 500 bucks. He charges five million yen in cash for this massage. And I'm wondering what else happened maybe during this massage. Great uh, question. Happy endings. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we've got him. And then we've got the the bike warrior chick who I adore. <laughs> yes. Yes. Some sort of bike prankster who does <laughs> Batman like she was... level street crime. Again, was using... she a prankster? I, yeah. So I thought she was stopping crime already. She like is. Doing low yes. level vigilantism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she she fucking punches a guy in the face with her bike tire. She does like a wheelie and smacks a guy with her bike tire. It is actually so fucking baller. Yeah. Uh, and so those are those are our two like prototypical main kids. There's also a, a guy from another dimension who is sort of like gonna be their their window into this crazy world that they join. Uh, that's that's Asuka, who is uh, he's from he's from another dimension. He keeps calling this world another Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's about as hot and potentially uninteresting as you'd expect. But there's a there's a cool twist to this, right? Because uh, we get introduced to what are they're, they're. I agree with Austin. These are not like prototypical characters, but they are these mm-hmm. sort of warriors of of uh, of fame of note. They're like hot and competent. These are characters we expect to be Power Rangers, kind of. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Sure. There's uh, the final of the... So there's only three rangers in this show when we start out. So the final of the actual three costumed different colored rangers is kind of just a normal dude who's really like... Kind heart. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, Like we see him try and save a dog when his apartment building is going to collapse or whatever. And he's just really nice. It seems like maybe he's got like either a little girl daughter or a little sister. Couldn't tell. Uh, And he's protecting her and... He's just a really nice guy, and he becomes the other ranger. Oh, I'm sorry. What's his name? His name is Rory. His name is. I didn't even. I didn't even write it down. But is it Rory? Well, it's R Y O R Y in the in the captions. Oh, Rory. Rory. boy. So okay. So I've purposely started talking about these ones, but they're not the ones that we actually meet first no, and think uh, no. and think are going to be the rangers. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just just to set the stage for this because I think it's worth the, the run up to it. Yes. Um our our Oscar, our man from another dimension, our hot like prince or whatever, um is he's like in a desert fighting these really goofy looking guys with wiggly snakes that their attack <laughs> is to sort of j- bounce around and wiggle rubber snakes um in a in a big row um like civil war soldiers. But, you know, instead of rifles, they're wiggling rubber snakes. <laughs> and, um, and he loses a bag into, an, into an, another dimension, basically. Oh, 
my bag, my bag. (laughs) And that bag sort of jets off into, I think, our world. And then these whispers start to come to uh, different people, different people on the planet. And so we see that bike, that bike prankster girl get the whispers and we see the weird faith healer get the whispers. I actually like this part a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as they show up, they're uh, we we're, we're now seeing, of course, that in downtown Tokyo, again, we're assuming it's Tokyo, uh, there are a ton of really big, extremely bad CG dinosaurs wrecking a place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the voices that these characters are hearing in their heads are the dinosaurs, and they're yelling out, like, please stop me. Like, they're not in control of their actions. They don't want to be busting the town, and they're yelling out, stop me. And that's kind of tragic. And I really like that yeah. energy to start with. Yeah, it's like, find Asuka. I'm out of control. Please stop me. I'm I'm really like wrecking shit and you got to stop. And so, but there, so there are three rangers. So you'd think it would just be three people who get the voices, but it's more than that. <laughs> um, it goes to also this girl. It's sort of, it seems like the show is trying to age her down, that she's like a younger Yeah, she's like a teen. Yeah, I agree. The actress is older, but yeah, she seems like Otaku a... Otaku girl or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, get her, I'd call her coded at about 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Right, but the actress is clearly like 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I would say she's definitely got Otaku vibes. She, uh... Yeah, she's a dork. But she's When she shows up and is given her, like, wristband or whatever, she's like, oh, yeah, I've been training my whole life for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's also got, like, Barbie Otaku vibes, right? She's still, like, all, in all, mm. like, pink and cutesy stuff. She's a fun character. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's got like, glasses if, nerd vibes, but, like, she seems fun. If the yeah. only slightly irritating character, but not that She's bad. irritating, not but that she's... Bad. Uh, she's not compared to the American kids that are all inseparable. <laughs> um, I just liked her energy. Uh, yes. I thought she was a fun character. So, so she gets the whispers, and the other person who gets the whispers. Yeah, I want to just... thank you. I want to thank you for going along with me and letting this be a sort of punchline reveal and not mentioning it until now. But it's some real host synergy, and I appreciate you for it. Yeah. Please tell us who the final fifth member of the party is. Well, well, it's your favorite type of Power Ranger, an uh, old old man, <laughs> old old Power Ranger. <laughs> Just an old, old man. Like, he's so old, you guys. This is an old guy. He's just like, oh, yeah. Well, okay. So we see him first where there is a, a T, a, not the T-Rex, the um, Triceratops in the subway station. And you think it's a subway coming. And then it's a tri- it's a Triceratops. With and it starts wrecking the streetlight eyes or, or yeah, headlight it eyes. Wrecking the subway station. And then everybody, all the onlookers, suddenly there's this old, old man in the middle who's just like, no. T-Rex? No, type Triceratops is cool. You shouldn't be doing never this. do that. Triceratops would never, you guys. <laughs> He's like an extremely old dinosaur kid. He was like, I was really into dinosaurs as a kid and I never stopped. And now he has old. a real thing for Triceratops. And mm-hmm. he's he gets these whispers. And he's like, oh, okay, I gotta go, like, you know, whatever helped save the day. Um, and then when they the the otaku girl and the old old man collide with asuka he's like oh i found the destined ones without any judgment whatsoever he's just like okay great we gotta stop them you guys can can control these monsters here's, here's your, your power bands. bracelet grandpa <laughs> here you guys are gonna do it you're gonna save the day and you're gonna just transform and they start doing it yeah they do they go into the whole fucking sailor moon transformation sequence with the old man <laughs> <laughs> he gets the full suit on. 
you know, and then and then it pulls back and then it's like, no, you don't have enough power to do this. But again, your bodies aren't ready. Right. This entire way, zero judgment. Yeah. For these people. Um, and they were ready to roll with it. Like they were so ready to just be like, great. Yeah. You're 86 and you are going to fight rubber <laughs> men and uh, go into the big the big machine. I am all in on the old man ranger. I know. I'm I all know. in. I was so disappointed that they that they like you know they 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 pussied out. They pussied out, and I gotta say, uh, he introduces himself. He's got a really long name. It's like uh, his last name I don't remember, but his first name is Duyunosuke. And the the otaku girl has just finished introducing herself and is like, "You can call me Emmy." And he's like, well, oh, I'm, that's right. I'm old man. I'm old man. Do you know Ske? And she's like, oh, let's call you Ske. And he's like, Ske. And she fucking <laughs> gives him like a really adorable, cutesy nickname for the <laughs> old say, man ranger. It, it doesn't really translate in English, but he's 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 quite upset at his little silly nickname. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very like down to clown for everything else. He's so yeah. game. He's just like, he's not tired. He's like super interested in everything that's happening. Yeah, he's I, earnest I love and him. sincere. He's fun. And he's and he's appalled that Triceratops would do something so unchristian. I <laughs> <laughs> not my Christian Triceratops. <laughs> God damn it. I think um, I just gave myself a headache from laughing so hard. I- <laughs> so so the other the other thing to note is like there is definitely a little well, artistry isn't the right word, but like they are still isn't crafting it? a story here with like the these CGI dinosaurs attacking Tokyo. And they're definitely pulling from Jurassic Park. Um yeah. the first scene before like a As does Paragon, Dino Thunder leans pretty heavy does. on Jurassic Park well, stuff. Well, just because they kind of just say that it's, they just mentioned Jurassic Park. They well, yeah. Like, well, they also do the Jeep. It. They also do He's the, got Jeep. the Jeep. Yeah, and you're right. A, a that's few other true. things, but that's true. But but in in this one, uh, they have diners sitting down at like a a big tall building restaurant, and the yeah. glass, the water glass ripples, and then a big robot pteranodon busts through the window, and you know that's like our first introduction. It's just like, hey, you guys, you've seen Jurassic Park, yeah. yeah. You've seen, you know what this is. Man, I, I kind of, so, so we don't really get a lot of explanation of like the ongoing sort of story and why we, like why these dinosaurs are here and like from another dimension or whatever. Like we don't get too much of it. We get one kind of tantalizing detail that I really enjoy, which is that when, when the, the, the big bad guy shows up and he transports down and is going to fight the newly christened Rangers, um, he is like fully kitted out in this crazy full body armor. And apparently, so Asuka gets really mad when he sees him and he's like, ah, you're fucking, you're wearing the ceremonial armor of my people, the Saurian race. (laughs) It's such a dick move. And he's like, I know, I fucking know. It's so, how mad are you? You're so mad. And I I don't know. I kind of, I really liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm Uh, claiming it for the Evolians or whatever. The Evolians. Yeah. Fuck. I uh I mean that's like all the story we get and Well, except yeah. the very crucial source of power. The reason that these people are getting these whispers from these dinosaurs is because uh-huh. they have dino guts. And <laughs> and you might be wondering what are dino guts? Well, um I mean part of that comes from just the Japanese guts like the guts yeah. thing. Can yeah, you just explain guts. that a little bit? I mean, it's basically it's inner strength, just guts. right? 
it's gumption. It's yeah. verve. It's whatever you want to, you know, call it. Moxie. Guts. Yeah, moxie. And they just say the English word guts. Uh, and so but that's sort of like the. Yeah, it doesn't really translate one to one because when we yeah, hear not guts, necessarily. it doesn't always, you know, like dino energy or dino you know, passion. I, well, dino passion is a different uh, <laughs> guts. But guts by itself, I think, would work. But dino guts does sound like we're talking about guts. Entrails yes. agreement. Entrails. Yeah, especially yeah. when they say that they have overflowing <laughs> dino guts. Overflowing dino guts. <laughs> Fight the quote here. Fight with your overflowing dino guts. Is yeah. You know that should yep. be on my tombstone. So yeah, the other big breakaway. I mean, I'm sure. I'm not. I can't say I'm sure. I, I would likely guess this has been a steady evolution, but jumping from Jew Ranger to Abba Ranger, uh, the the Power Ranger powers, like once they're fully suited out and, and battling the battling the silly guys, these weapons are so <laughs> fucking funny. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, also, there is sort of a tiered escalation in in one the way one might go from Super Saiyan to you know Super Saiyan level two to. Super these, Saiyan level six. They sort these of these kids get Pokemon Megas. They get Mega Evolutions. Yes, like, and I love it. I love I love the multiple steps because you've got the um the, they've already got like the ability to telepathically connect with giant dinosaur robots. So that's kind of cool. They can kind of remotely talk to spooky dinosaur robots. Then they can transform into their Sentai forms. So they get the costumes and then they get their weapon. The third thing that they do. Is they transform and get spiky. They get spikes. <laughs> they do get the I spikes. I love the spikes. I yes. love the spikes. The spikes are very fun. I, before we talk about the spikes and their sort of like ultimate power, I, mm-hmm. I have to say the weapons that they get. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There is yeah, a me. staff that the Red Ranger, the, the T-Rex Ranger gets, the Tyranno yeah. Ranger. And his staff in this version <laughs> um, <laughs> just eats a guy <laughs> just turns into a turns into a just real snake and eats a, a guy snake <laughs> and chop, wiggles chop, chop, around chop. and chops a man not in one bite no in many bites uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. like a like a commercial about eating a a a, 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 a tootsie a pop maybe yeah like a yeah. tootsie pop like gow, gow, gow. it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah again so we, terrible cgi is is also yeah. what is happening here so they get the spikes. They do their sort of secondary suit transformation. And then... Cru- crucially, though, when they get the spikes, that's not the only thing that changes. No. They are now sort of embodying like an acting <laughs> class, like acting uh-huh. 101, be a dinosaur. Uh-huh. Yes. And the Tyrannosaurus one has like t- T-Rex <laughs> arms as he runs at a bad guy. <laughs> and the, the, but the fucking... spikes... The spikes are also really obviously fabric and not yeah. anything dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, they're deeply foam. <laughs> the Triceratops one gets on all fours and runs at a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think acting class is really the 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 be- I mean, really it is children yeah. children going we're playing dinosaurs, you know, yeah. and it is supposed to be this sort of ultimate moment. And then to see a grown man just sort of hunch over with big like I am being a T-Rex. Just sort of like run towards some some putty patrol, basically. Yeah. Is, um, it's powerful. It was incredible. It was incredible to behold. I loved this moment. Yeah. And the Pterodon girl, she has wings. She gets fabric wings. And then she just sort of flies and grabs grabs a guy. 
Um, yeah. And just grabs. Oh, <laughs> before before we before we move on, there's one shot that I need to make sure we mention because I want to bring it up again later. There, the Yellow Ranger when she when we cut over to her and we see her fighting with the daggers, her she spin does this, move. Yeah, this incredible spin move, and she she she's surrounded. She jumps up and then goes like flat horizontal, you know, like parallel to the floor, and then begins to spin. <laughs> Sort of like, I don't know, like a top, like a top wood and her feet and her daggers yeah. are like spinning around, kicking and cutting it's everything like, around it's... her and she doesn't lose height. Yeah, she's she suspended in air for far too long for this to be some sort of, you know, spin kick. She, she uh-huh. just keeps going and going. Clearly hanging from a very strong wire and it is <laughs> I mean, so I'm sure that's how they did at. it, but it looks like she's like laying on a, on a like rod and spinning. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Or like Austin Powers' spinny bed. <laughs> uh, I I just have to say this: if you are ever feeling down, mm-hmm. and if you're feeling, if you're having sort of a, a mediocre to to subpar day, I highly recommend that you watch Bak- Bakudu Sentai Abba Ranger. Um, Be blessed, and you will you will feel great. You will yeah. enjoy what you are doing. I, I I challenge anybody to not smile like an, like a big idiot while watching this show. It's incredible. It was so fun. Uh, you'll probably have seen this coming. The final transform is that they sort of combine with their dinosaurs and go ham. Right. Although we still don't we don't really get the full. No, we don't get the full thing in this first episode of the Japanese version. Right. Uh, but at we the haven't end, seen a Megazord yet. No. Which again, that's a big difference between still between the Japanese and the American versions is that America knows yeah, that this, our kids are I impatient that, for the Zord. I feel that this one gave us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different. Sure, yeah. There's no, this doesn't have the Zord, but like to suggest that this one wasn't titillating with with silly <laughs> no, action. Yeah, yeah. No, we, I mean, we got several transformations and yeah. several mm-hmm. giant giant CGI robots all over the damn place. So yes, and. I would argue the version we're about to talk about um, takes a lot longer um, in getting to the goods, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, and I think that's probably all we can really say. I think the rest of my thoughts have to do it with the with the other show and in with contrast. Dino Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what are, what are you sitting around waiting for? Let's let's get let's do a sponsor and we'll get there. All right. Say there, Austin. Yes. Say there. Why don't Why don't we get ready to uh, do the thing we do where uh, money's got to come in. We gotta We gotta pay the bills. We gotta keep the lights on in this operation. So if you could tell everybody this week about our sponsor, Dunk the Skunk. So I I know what you're thinking. Do and yes, and it's how do I clean my body without <laughs> you know when i if i'm a person on the go uh-huh if <laughs> if i have a busy day and i just don't have time to take a full bath like a full bath with bubbles and a ducky or or even a shower with the cap and the bubbles and the bubbles that go all the way up to the top of the shower like mm. i just don't have time to do these sort of full bathing activities right mm, sometimes sure. When I'm a man on the go and I'm I'm busy, 
but what needs to get cleaned? What, you know, what what gets pretty stinky and needs to get cleaned? The it's, skunk. You know, the, I mean... The what? You, so, you know, you gotta... Look, I'm gonna speak in metaphor here because they're, they're gonna be kind of <laughs> coy about it, this brand. But, but sometimes you gotta dunk the skunk. <laughs> and that's when you just don't have a lot of time, but you gotta get the important stuff. You know, maybe you've got, like, a date that's not... A great date, but like you still, you know, it like it still could go well, but you're not gonna like give it your full like full attention. Like maybe they're not the one, but you still gotta dunk the skunk, you know. Um, like you gotta be clean, you gotta smell okay. So the, on this, the skunk, right on the skunk, and it, and this is gender neutral, you know, whatsoever. But like, <laughs> you know, so so this is a device that you can sort of. I wouldn't say it's portable you can use it portably but it's really just like when you don't have time to 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 take your pants all the way down off your ankles and 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 put your <laughs> your all of your your clothes off and you can just sort of really quickly um clean clean the skunk um and get it wet now, does so it you just lean the skunk well it does yeah i mean so there's a soap applicator that sort of applies uh, a liquid soap um, that sort of froths it, um, like a like a um, like a <laughs> like a, a latte machine, like like an espresso machine, like a whipped egg white, like the steam, <laughs> like a milk like a milk steamer. Um, and so, and the the water is also kind of hot, also like a milk steamer. And you know, you just kind of dunk the stuff in, and then there's a there's a little hot pipe that goes in that sort of again does the heat and frothing of the soap when you put the skunk in there. <laughs> and it's gonna it's just in the time it takes you don't have to dry your hair you don't have to dry off your legs or your body you know the upper parts of the body um it just gets the skunk and then like you know you there's like a little blow dryer attachment that just sort of gets it gets it dry and then you're ready to go now mm. does this like seal skin tight so the water doesn't get out or do you do you just sort of precariously hover over sort of a a, a, a cup so it has and grooves. Sort of plank. Thank you for asking. You know, it has specifically cut grooves that sort of work with your legs and pelvis, so that you can <laughs> you can position it. The skunk. <laughs> Whatever's there. Whatever skunk you got. Whatever skunk you got, you should be able to use the the pre cut grooves. And, and as I said, sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Austin. Yeah, you got it. Okay, everybody, we're in the final stretch. Uh, we just gotta, just gotta get through. Final <laughs> just... stretch. Come on, we need to luxuriate here. This is a good, this is a good place to be, my friend. You know, I mean, depends on on how you feel about the American uh, 
interpretation of of uh, a sterling source material. Um, <laughs> we are we are left with Power Rangers Dino Thunder episodes one and two. We did a combo episode because they are kind of paired together, mm-hmm. and we sort of you know we needed to get and through it to you get know, to that. I- I want to give it a little bit of credit here because it's something you don't see a lot in shows uh, of this era and especially uh, for kids is a two part episode that really was two parts and not just split in half for. It's true. They it's not two episodes. This is one episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this is episode one, two. This is Day of the Dino. And here's the fun reference to Day of the Dumpster. It kind of is. Yeah, I see that now. Um, former veteran ranger, Tommy Oliver. So that is the green ranger that we didn't cover very much. Who wasn't in our pilot episode from last time, but Tommy takes a teaching job in Reefside years after escaping the evil and mysterious reptilian monster Mesogog. (laughs) (laughs) He is assigned to look after three detention students, Connor McKnight, soccer star, Ethan James, high tech prankster and Kira Ford singer. The trio stumbles upon a secret hideaway during a trip to the museum and finds the dino gems. Kira rejects her gem only to be abducted by Mesogog's forces. Kira then escapes from Mesogog's lair, I guess, um, and he reveals his powerful biozords and unleashes them (laughs) on the city. That is Tokyo. Um, Tommy grants the students... Tommy grants the students the means to become Power Rangers and sends them to tame the wild creatures. They succeed and combine their zords into the Thundersaurus Megazord to halt the evil warrior <laughs> Zeltrax's attack and save the day. Thundersaurus Megazord? Zeltrax. Mesogog? So... <laughs> so- uh, there is, I think there's a little bit of backtracking on, uh, not backtracking, but sort of uh, repeating myself here that, that what this has lost from the Japanese is just so much. Uh, well, but, okay, so here's where I'm conflicted. <laughs> this one really feels like it's trying to be pretty silly. Yeah. I'll it agree doesn't with that. Quite have, it doesn't have the same zest, the same, the same uh, guts, but uh, it, it's a lot goofier than. Uh, than uh, Mighty Morphin was in, in, on the onset. Well, if you sort of try to, again, put yourself in Saban's shoes and look at the source material you're given, and you look at the pilot of Abba Ranger, what do you do with that? I mean, either you show it in its entirety because it's perfect, no changes. <laughs> um, I mean, but but I was really watching it like, how the hell... What what do they do with this? How do they how do they because there's a lot of time with these CGI dinos with the actors in Abba Ranger and you know yeah. like I just I don't I I was not sure I was really not I sure how they're going to do this and now I have to I have to ask this is this episode is like you can tell where it splits into part two right where right. you know if they if they split it into two twenties like you know where well you know where that is it says part two or whatever oh yeah it's it's uh, still following structure to a T but it is not right. like it it just it to me it didn't feel like how so many two part episodes of of Saturday morning cartoons yeah are just kind of a cliffhanger for no reason right no 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 and I'm not arguing that my my question was gonna be. At, I did not notice at any point in the first whole 20 minute first part one any of the footage from Abba Ranger. Did you? I no. don't 
think and so. And I wasn't surprised, really, because mm-hmm. um, after last week, so I guess we'll, we'll, we'll uh, let's let's talk about how the sausage gets made a little bit. So yeah, yeah. we we picked uh, the first episode of Jew Ranger and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because we expected there to be as much crossover as possible or as there was going to be. Right. Yeah. And when that wasn't the case, we thought we'd see what happens in the future. Right. If if, if they continue to to wait and use, you know, none of, of the pilot episodes footage or, uh, you know, or be saddled to it because production schedules are tired. We just didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so coming into this one. I expected it to be a pretty similar comparison to uh, to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and it was. But I was hopeful that they would use more recycled footage and really kind of right. use it as a creative limitation. Like they'd become a little more savvy, or they'd become yeah. they'd feel like audiences have sort of accepted seeing more like Japanese television content on their yeah. show. Like they didn't have to like. At this point, I feel like modern shows don't have to pretend that Brock is eating jelly donuts in Pokemon, right? They can sort <laughs> exactly. of like, they can start to relax that a little bit and be like, maybe we can expose American white kids to like Japanese content. <laughs> to rice. You know? To rice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's like, and I was, yeah, I was a little upset that they felt like they needed to keep couching it so much in like, in white kids, you well, know? I am actually fascinated by what they've done here, uh, purely because I, I did a little extra looking into this. The main villain of Abba Ranger is like the sort of like, you know, big, big bad, right? Is this guy <laughs> whose name is the wicked life god Dezumozoria. Okay. And <laughs> the problem with Dezumozoria uh, is that he is like a parasite and he uh, he basically takes over other people's bodies. And so he doesn't have a recognizable form that they have a ton of footage of as he keeps showing up. Oh. And they, like they can't use it as a big bad. In the way that as Rita a, would like throw her it, staff exactly. and create in the way, a new... Yeah, because she was in it. She was like constantly getting footage. She shows up. She's sending the bad guys. This big bad has no actual recognizable form that's usable in footage. And what they did here is they invented Mesogog, and Mesogog is American show original, as you can tell, because he shares literal scenes with yeah. the actress who plays Kira. Right, and a bunch of screen time. Boy, I I actually think that's a cool idea. Like, you get stuck with this. You're saddled with Abba Ranger, and you're like, fuck, we have to do a lot of extra work on this one. Damn it. Yeah. They've also moved away from the uh, Bebop and Rocksteady types that have that sort of plague Mighty Morphin for their entire run. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bulk and Skull are gone. Instead, we get like high school musical, like Sharpay. <laughs> we get uh, a mean principal. Well, yes. Yeah, mean principal and uh, nosy, nosy. Oh, and the nosy reporter. The- reporter chick, yeah. And her Which stoner is again boyfriend. A- She's a, on one hand, she's a base, she's what you expect from a California white girl. She's Valley Girl sort of Mm -hmm. cut, you know, uh, cut and paste, but she cares about something and it's it's not, you know, the mall. So she has a little bit of crunch to her, which I enjoyed. I I think it remains to be seen. I think she's going to be a a fly in the ointment specifically because she's clearly seen the bad monsters in this episode (laughs) and knows what's happening. And she's like, hey, why don't you tell me about that? She's Hank Schrader, who's like, gonna catch Walt <laughs> one day. 
um, <laughs> on camera. Um, I need to I need to set the scene though because mm-hmm. there's a lot to cover with Tommy with Professor Professor Tommy Oliver mm. um, because we see him. It's a flashback sequence, and he is. And I gotta say, this whole production, the biggest surprise in the credits, filmed in New Zealand. Damn. Um, not like Vancouver or something, which I would have assumed, but so. It's- I assume Tommy's Tommy, escaping some kind of prison island. <laughs> yeah, he's like on a literal, in like a literal jungle, because again, they're in New Zealand, so they can kind of just do that and then just sort yeah. of hop over. And uh, he's like fighting putties or whatever, and he runs and escapes Explosion Island, I guess, right? And things are just blowing up for some reason. He's just a jungle. In the ocean after he runs away from Explosion Island. It's so funny because, guys, guys. <laughs> He jumps into the ocean and the and the camera pans and shows just how vast this ocean that he's jumped into is. And then just smash cut to two years later. Yeah. Like it's almost like the the gag, a gag of him swimming for two years, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like he pulls the like he pulls the seaweed off of his body and then like walks right into the high school. Yeah. Uh, well, no. well, you've you've neatly skipped the part as well where Explosion Island sinks into the sea. Oh God, <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Like, so, like a fucking Monty Python flat image, just sort of panning down under the water. What's more important <laughs> to me is that when we we see that Professor Tommy Oliver, Professor Green Ranger Tommy Oliver, is uh, his new look for him as a teacher in this era, in this year of our Lord two thousand and four. Um, he, he's got like the, the shitty, like Mark We've got sync. We've got full He's like a lesser Backstreet Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. Like one of the further back, the back, lesser the Backstreet Boy. <laughs> you know, he's got a landing strip goatee and the gel, the gel spiky hair and like a lab coat. And, you know, Professor Limp Biscuit basically is sort of like <laughs> here to teach kids about archaeology. <laughs> also, he has... He is wearing glasses to show that time has passed. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the first scene where he is talking to this new principal, this like new sexy principal. Oh, she's hot. Um, When they are talking and she's she's just bad. They're both bad enough of an actor and the costumes are just bad enough that I could swear to God, this is a scene from a porno. Yeah. Like, it's got it's, porno vibes and especially the like bad mommy vibes because she is so hot uh-huh. and so unnecessarily mean to children. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the two of and her and Tom because Tommy also kind of looks like a porn star as well. Yep. You know, like <laughs> yes. they really yes. they just um, you know, they just have porn energy. <laughs> We could probably we could probably just play that scene. It's like a minute, maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. we'll play we'll play a clip of it if it's too long. Doctor Oliver, I'm Principal Randall. It's nice to meet you. It's uh, your first day too, isn't it? Yes, and I'm still trying to figure out why a doctor of paleontology would come all the way to Reefside to teach science to teenagers. Guess I'm looking for some peace and quiet. So you became a high school teacher. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense now, does it, Doctor Oliver? You know, I was thinking, maybe we should get together. This way, you can kind of fill me in on what you expect. I expect you to make it hard for them, painful if at all possible. If they smile, you know you're doing something wrong. Now, I'm off to find my first truant. We'll talk later. You think they're going to start fucking. I really, I really did. It's like, oh no, why is the, oh why is a doctor teaching high school? Oh, you're, we're so hot. Let's just smash right here in the hallway. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, 
all right, we get we get kind of a it's not a montage, but it's a series of like, you know, tone setting scenes that introduce Meeting us to the, the main cast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's sort of go down the list of our three Rangers. So we, we first meet uh, Connor McKnight, the Ugh. soccer hottie. Um, he was, he's cut class to, to, to shoot goals. Uh, he's he's like the third Winchester brother. You know, <laughs> like if you've seen Supernatural, he has a real like um, that kind of like CW energy to him. Yep. And he's just as sexist and uh, frustrating. I, yeah, I kind of wanted to like him uh, because this character, because this is sort of a such a toned down bad boy that i just had to i was a little smitten by it like the fact that he yeah. cuts class the fact that he cuts class to practice sports is funny to me sure as it's this really like, funny as this like what what a bad kid he's trying he's trying to get it he's trying to you know uh become a professional athlete what a loser so uh, what i want to point out here that i think is really fascinating is that if we want to like look at these Say you're doing Ninja Turtles, right? On on some uh-huh. level, if you have a group of characters, you're kind of going to do Ninja Turtles in this sort of I agree. format. So mm-hmm. there are four of those and three of these. So which one of them got two of the turtles? Well, it's Connor McKnight because he is Raphael and Michelangelo because this dude throws out the most He's shitty puns <laughs> and one-liners and dumb catchphrases. I Although- love it. I liked now you see so uh flash forward he's he, one of his ranger powers is that he's like a speedster so mm-hmm. he hits them he hits them with now you see me now you're unconscious it's <laughs> <laughs> really good is it it is yeah. it's very good shut your oh, mouth it's awesome. very take, good. T- take some notes pun boy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the next, oh, oh, I'll I'll briefly say this: when we meet Connor and he's doing his uh, sort of sexist routine, talking bad about the new principal, the lady principal, she shows up behind him, and of course gives him detention or whatever, right? I mean, the, all the kids get detention. It's sort of our setup. yeah. She's going around giving our main kids detention. That's the sort of through line of these next couple sequences. All right. She kicks his soccer ball, and it's immediately obvious to the viewer that it's a no ordinary kick. Well, his was too, so I was a little unclear how to read it. Fair, fair. Everybody's good at soccer in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that she kicks it and it does the same like crazy special effects, you're like, all right, principal, you got something interesting going on. Anyway, file I mean, that yeah, away for she, later. She, she was villain coded from the second her mouth opened, so yeah. you know, I kind of <laughs> yeah. knew what was going on. Well, uh, I was wondering, because there's this show and especially the intro to this show kind of has like, we've seen Buffy vibes. And yeah, it I does. Think, yeah, I think that I was expecting her to be more of a Principal Snyder, like a villain in small form, but not literally aligned Agreed. with the actual bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like kind of surprised when the reveal happened later that she's like literally like an alien bad guy. And um, it's and that's fun too. And it's too bad they didn't with with a two part episode. I would have loved to linger on that a little longer because. The fact that so the Power Rangers don't exist at the start of this show, right? Mm-hmm. So they've just instilled a cosmic bad guy entity in a high school for no reason, and I would have loved to play with <laughs> that a little bit. Right? I know. Yeah. If nothing shows up, does she just be a principal for yeah. high school for the next I don't know ten to fifteen, twenty years of her career? Uh. Okay. Next, we meet our Donatello. We meet. Ethan James. Oh, the, te- uh, the 
the computer prankster. Yes, our 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 hack prankster, our hacker pranker boy. He uh, we we see him making a uh, a really hilarious prank, which is a he's fucked with the, the 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 school's sprinkler system so that it goes off at random times. Wow, top tier prank, buddy. Um, now I will say, actually, from this point on, so with with Connor McKnight, the um, the the play with the playing around with colors is not very subtle. Uh, I right. liked I liked both him and Kira are only kind of like. You know, he's got this blue umbrella. She's got like yellow scene sleeves. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this, uh-huh. uh, right. it's yeah. just a, it's just a little more playful and but but attentive to color. And I and I was there for it. Cinematic, yeah. you might say. They do also put Ethan in <laughs> denim, which yeah. also helps him him to be the yeah, blue ranger sure. sometimes too. Um, so he's kind of fun. Uh, he's uh, he's an nerdy black kid, and we love it. And then he loves Computer Club. Oh boy, he, <laughs> he loves, loves Computer, computer Club. Club. Then we finally meet Kira Ford, who writes her own music and I guess performs it on the grass outside of school, and it's bad. Yeah, she's uh, doing. She's. It, it's funny you mentioned Buffy earlier. This is where I got mm-hmm. that vibe. It's like she's just doing yeah. the bronze, but on the lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lawns. <laughs> oh, you bad friend. <laughs> she's written a song. Uh, that it feels very much like she has lyrics for the first half and not for the second half. Because mm. here, we'll, we'll play it, but you'll yeah, tell yeah, when yeah. she stops having lyrics. I want to know, know where you're at. I'm at the front, but you're still at the back. Oh, can you tell me where, tell me where you're at? Freak you out, freak you out, freak you out, freak you out, freak you out. Freak you, freak, you freak you out, freak you out, freak you out, freak you out. I'm so now, spooky. Now, I got to say, for original, uh, you know, acoustic music featured in Power Rangers, it's... It's not bad. It's in a, an uh, upper tier than I would have expected. <laughs> I guess I lost... I maybe felt the same way when I first saw it, but there's a sequence later where, after they've fallen into a cave <laughs> yeah. where we cut back and she... Unironically, we cut back to this scene and she unironically is singing her song again out loud, full <laughs> performance volume. Babe, can you keep it down? I'm trying to stay focused here. Dude, stop. You can gotta you stop. Not, can you not? <laughs> you have uh, no fucking chill. You are cringe personified right now. So our our evil principal has has caught Connor McKnight and sent it uh, for, for playing soccer during class time. He's got detention. Uh, she turns her eye on Kira. And I I found this scene kind of funny uh, because she uses such a such a a technical loophole to mm. bust Kira for detention. For a uh, week. She's, you know, she says that, you know, Miss Ford, I'm afraid you need written permission to perform on school grounds. And I and I would guess that you do probably like for a for a band to come play, there's yeah. some 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 paperwork that's gotta get done. It just can't possibly apply to a child singing on the lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the guy in college on the quad who's just sitting there playing his guitar. It's like, no one's going to come up and, like, ASCAP is not going to have a problem with this. Like, this, is, <laughs> this right. isn't a thing. <laughs> so now Kira's uh, in trouble. Yes. And, of course, Ethan is in trouble because as she's giving Kira detention, the sprinklers go off and she has 
just started here. It's her first day as principal, and she already seems to know that Ethan James is the hacker prank. No, because he he is doing a full blown like Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> rub it in your face for his prank heist because uh-huh. he's just walking through the lawn with a with an umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody else is getting soaked. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So they all get they all get detention, and she assigns none other than Dr. Tommy Oliver to oversee Dr. Green their Ranger, detention. Professor Ranger. <laughs> Professor Ranger. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Professor Ranger. Professor, <laughs> Professor Baxter. <laughs> My friends call me power. Um, I, I, I think this is, this is such a fun, I mean, again, if this discussion seems like we're going a little long, it's because it's 40 minutes of incredible content. We got to get through it. So, I love this little moment because Tommy is like... Also, yeah, this Limp oh, Biscuit wannabe is a giant dork who is yeah. trying to go to the museum after work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had plans. I'm going to a museum. He's an archaeology <laughs> teacher and he's wearing a lab coat. <laughs> just, no, I, I think he says he's a... Uh, he's, uh, he's general science. Is he general science? Okay. Well, at, at high school. High school doesn't oh, have paleontology classes. Awesome. I, I know. Awesome. I, I, believe well, that's I know, degree. but he's like, well, then the Mesozoic era... Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's going to, you know, he's going to teach to what he knows. It's not like he's a good science, general science teacher. But I just, it's a fun energy, right? Because he he looks like he's going to go to the hot topic and hit on questionably, you know, questionably (laughs) aged women. But instead, he's got a date with a dinosaur. Hey, girl, you know, it was a power ranger. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Dr. Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can play my flute. It's a dagger. Yeah, uh, detention ends up being that they have to go with him to the museum, because that seems, that sounds lame, so if I could go to the museum. And everything kicks off here. Uh, and that's for- funny, too, right? Like, that's obviously <laughs> right. against school rules. The punishment is to go on a but, field trip. But mm-hmm. the principal's like, that That sounds lame enough that I will let you do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, this, uh, this museum sequence is, is a little strange because they're clearly setting some stuff up for the future. Uh, they're like emergency closed for some reason. And so he sends the kids on a weird trip for biscuits. Like, Hey, go into the woods and try <laughs> and find, fu- if you find fucking... something prehistoric, your detention's canceled, which yeah, just feels the... like he's trying to get out of, out of <laughs> detention duty. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? He's a busy guy. Yeah. He was like, I've got shit to do. So <laughs> if you find something it. old, then it counts. Mm hmm. There is a name drop of a uh, well-known eccentric rich dead guy. Uh, God, what the hell was his name? I like wrote it down somewhere, but I've completely lost it. it. It doesn't even really matter. It's like his former partner, his former like science partner who's dead now. And... Oh, yeah. It's like a weird plot thread. Of, and I wasn't yeah. sure if this was like Power Rangers canon I was missing it's, out on I, from I other looked, seasons. I looked it up. But... It's, it's not. His first actual canon appearance is in episode six of this show. So I, okay. I felt the same way you did. We weren't missing anything. It's mystery for later. Um, And while he's sitting there pondering that and dropping like plot breadcrumbs for us to follow as we watch this, in, this prestige television, a T-Rex <laughs> is there. And he spin kicks it in the nose. <laughs> and I wanted to jump him right there. Tommy, that is the coolest thing I've seen all day. He spin kicked a so robot dope. Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a whole protracted sequence where we're, uh, where we're 
channeling to like uh, Jurassic Park because he has a Jeep, thankfully, and he is driving away. Well, and they literally say, this screams Jurassic Park to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Um, so then the kids, meanwhile, on their trip for biscuits have fallen into a sinkhole and discovered an ancient <laughs> chamber for dinosaur people. There's just like a, a a pedestal with three magic gems on it, and obviously they take them, and they're standing so perfectly with the color coordination. I know it. It, it was a. It it wasn't. It was the weak point of the episode. It was. It yeah. didn't break. It didn't break the fantasy for me. This has always been Power Rangers up to this point. It, it but I, I always do kind of bemoan what didn't need to be so. so so lazy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. why have them just fall down a hole? Put a scary guy who chases them there. Just, you know. Yep. Why Why not? Why not do the minimum amount of work necessary to make your story seem compelling? I know, yeah. especially because they're not trying to fit this into existing footage. Like, exactly. so much of this is all whole cloth, so it's entirely on them to do something interesting, and they didn't, really. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they Dave Sex Machina around for a couple minutes, and then... Have their dino gems and then and dino powers. They get their powers from which the is gems. like Kira gets like a full on Black Widow or Black Canary Canary cry. So there's a little skirmish after they get their stones and yeah. uh, Ethan and Connor have like only slight you know inklings of their powers, which is kind of yeah. fun. Ethan can turn a little hard and Connor can turn a little fast. <laughs> <laughs> But Kira, yeah, no, I like it a lot. Kira does have her full Black Canary scream. Yeah. Um, I also, we need to clip drop the line where when they realize they have powers, uh, it is Ethan, right? That's his name? Are you, are you talking? Yeah, Ethan. Ethan's the nerd. The high tech prankster? Yes. When he talks about how he has. I don't know about you, but I've got over a thousand sci fi DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have I have two other favorite Ethan lines. These are okay. so so these are both candidates for sick burn of the week. So Connor Connor the soccer Chad is a real dick to Ethan about he thinks computer club is the funniest thing in the world. And he keeps bullying Ethan. And at one point Ethan turns and he goes, You know, ten years from now when your hairline's receding and you're playing pickup soccer in the park because your dreams of turning pro never quite worked out, I'll have my own multi-billion dollar software business. Yeah. Which like Feels like he went way too hard for the moment, yeah, I but know. I was there it's, for it. it. It's a version of of the the nerd dunk that we've heard a thousand times before, but it's so specific you have to love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the other one is a little later. This is this is jumping ahead a little bit, but right at the end of this first part, um, they essentially bust into Professor Ranger's house uh, because the door's unlocked, and Connor's like, "What? You never heard of the Three Bears? Is that the last book you've read?" <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good burn. It's a good burn. Yeah. Um. The reason they have to break into Professor Oliver's house is because Kira gets kidnapped. She like refuses her stone. She's like, Nah, fuck this. I actually don't want to do it. Uh. And she then immediately the at call. school, she gets yes, thank you. Uh. She gets abducted by by the nasty the nasty goober men. And so like the two the two boys see her getting kidnapped and like, oh no, we got to go find the professor. And so they do that, and then when they finally um, talk to Professor Oliver and get him to come clean, um, I just, there's something about the delivery and the writing of hearing a, a man say, all right. They're called Tyrannodrones. 
I helped create them. It's a long story. (laughs) Just just the the absolute sincerity he has saying, like, they're called tyrannodromes. Yes. So glad. Here we go. Fuck. So good. Um, I want to fast track this second part a little more than we did the first part. Just because there's less. Yeah. yeah. uh, Part two. Part two clips along. I still don't want to, like, skip the good shit. Right. So. Um, he is, he, he, he resists the whole episode telling them that he was once a power ranger for whatever reason, he's keeping that close to his chest, but he obviously knows everything they need to know. And so he's like, I'll promise I'll tell you shit later. And that's when probably here's a guess. Here's a, here's a prediction Mm -hmm. so that they can reveal it to whoever doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, at some point, he dons the green ranger costume and everybody, and whoever didn't know, whoever wasn't in the know can be like, Whoa. Uh-huh. Totally. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but he does tell them that the main bad guy's name is Mesogog and that he once created those those Tyranno drones with a scientist named Anton Mercer. It's just a bunch of like info dump that we don't Zeldrax really get. And... Yeah, we don't get a ton of like actual real hard stones to grab as we climb up this wall. And that's okay. I'm sure they'll reinforce it over the next several episodes. Um, There's another big fight. We get to see Tommy whip out his like extremely cool Jackie Chan moves on top of the Jeep. And finally, we get back to the school. Cassidy, the reporter girl, like corners Kira and is like, hey, can you tell me about the (laughs) monsters that kidnapped you? And before she can answer, an earthquake happens and we finally get our first footage from the Japanese show. Yeah. Yeah. This is like 10 minutes of like, like this is like minute, like 35 of, uh-huh. of a 40 minute episode. And we finally get any footage from Abba Ranger. And oh my God, it is just the most blatant Tokyo footage. It has Japanese text on signs everywhere. Yeah. There is no <laughs> attempt to hide it. I love it. It's so delicious. That being said, I definitely noticed a lot more additional scenes that mm-hmm. had to have been reshot. Like that had to be the Rangers in costume, but you know, f- filmed by the Americans, right? Like I don't know were... because we, we we talked last week about how they like requested extra extended footage routinely from Toei, right? Um, and yeah. I think that includes some fight footage too. So I think it's very possible that during the production of like all the Sentai shows, they like shoot extra fighting footage and stuff that they don't use and they ship it over to America. Yeah, but they um, also had like they had Zeldrax, Zel Zeltrax. Um, yeah, in that full costume uh, from Abba Ranger, but in you mean, the scenes, you mean the the ceremonial armor of the Saurian people? Yes, thank you. But in the scene <laughs> with their uh, with their like in house guy, you know, yeah. And unless they're, you know, I mean, I I would have to assume they either got a, a, a replica made or they had Toei ship them another suit over to New Zealand so they could, you know, like, yeah. do other stuff with him because. I know, They're clearly was, coordinating was, a lot. They are, yeah. There's just a lot more. It becomes a lot more seamless, except when it's, you know, super blatant because we just watched the source material. <laughs> yeah, yes. Or, you know, when it's just shots of the of the town and the CG dinosaurs, it's just lifted. Like, it's just all those same shots. And they're just as bad as they are in the Japanese. But that's okay. It's part of the charm. Um, 
I don't know. They get their fancy wrist things. They get to transform. We get a lot of footage of the original Japanese people fighting. They do not use the Yellow Ranger spinning shot. And I was heartbroken. They also (laughs) do not use the secondary spiky transformation and show them sort of pretend play pretend dinosaurs where they where they charge forward no they don't use the play pretend dinosaurs but i do think they actually get the spikes they don't get the spikes i noticed they don't get the spikes instead they do a single thing of you have to combine your weapons and then they jump to like a whole different sequence where they combine their weapons together and shoot a laser and then they megamorph or whatever yeah or whatever um it's a good megazord because it has a drill arm. It does. It does. But the CGI sequences in between live action guy in a Megazord suit are uh, pretty rough. It's pretty <laughs> rough. And it, and, it, and uh, again, the, the man in the Megazord suit was ha, ha, was wholesome in a way that is lost when you when yes. you now it's just a bad CGI robot. Right. Right. Yep. Doing indiscernible things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's basically it. We sort of, we end the episode, the two-parter with, uh, with Dr. Dr. Ranger giving the kids, I guess, more stuff. They're like, okay, you had your like dino things earlier, but now you get bracelets that work with the dino things. And also you can call each other on it. Uh Uh, All the new, all the new toy lines. Yeah. Boy, that reminds me, we didn't talk at all during the Japanese one about the fact that the dinosaurs could talk through those communication devices yes. with really cutesy voices. Yes, because they all have little like suffixes to their to their lines that relate to the type of dinosaur they are. Because the Tyrannosaurus says Tira at the end, and then yeah. the Sera for the Triceratops. It's like it's and uh, it's Kera. It, oh, Kera, it's Kera that's because, right. Yeah. Because it's it's Michael it's, tri- to- right. uh, it's Triceratops. Uh, Michael Ceratops. Yeah, Michael Michael Caratops. Yeah. Michael Carrot Top. Oh, very um, good. Fuck, I don't know. Any any other big thoughts here before we move on to the wrap up? Yeah. Um, the, the one, the interesting thing, in, in addition, we were talking about how much more coordinated it was. They were actually had some pretty decent, what had to be green screening to get Tommy in the sequences with the Rangers. Yeah. Because right. they, they match the, the nighttime and the setting and it seems like he's just green screened on top but it's actually kind of hard to tell <laughs> um and they just sort of like yeah and then Tommy's there with the rangers like it's it feels pretty seamless to the point that I'm I'm wondering if they really did just shoot pickups right yeah i don't know i mean they definitely don't use any of the shots where the old man is watching no no <laughs> which again ah so Remember disappointing the old man? i know i know <laughs> None of these incredible characters show up. And I think I think that's actually what is, for me, the most heartbreaking about watching Dino Thunder <laughs> is because I already knew Mighty Morphin. Like, I already kind of knew the characters and how they were going to put put Stank on on mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But so you like seeing, I, seeing the old man, you knew he was never going to come. I to know. I know. And when you see these cool characters in in Abba Ranger and I, I just have a glimmer of hope that maybe they'll incorporate some of this stuff into the into Dino Thunder and just to see it all completely. They massacred my boy, you know, they did. <laughs> they really, really did.
I have a question for you guys, and we we can rank them in in separate or or the same uh, categories. Okay. Uh, but I'm curious how, especially how Jew Ranger and Abba Ranger uh, match up to you guys, and similarly less so, Dino Thunder, Mighty Morphin. You know how are you feeling about you know I would say the Japanese camp and the American camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I think I'm ready to go. Yeah, um, go for it. I I think I obviously both G Ranger and Abba Ranger are superior, far superior. Uh huh. I agree. to me and. Yeah. But I think, I think the characters are far better in Abba Ranger, and and so just the general writing and characterization I think is better in Abba Ranger. But you know, uh, G Ranger didn't have the CGI, and mm-hmm. to have it all, there's so much charm in having it be it all, so all guys charm. in suits, all practical. It was, I can't quite put my finger on it because Abba Ranger was not that much less silly. Right. Yeah, but it it lacked a little bit of that childish. Uh, I've said I said it all all uh, all the damn time last week. But mm-hmm. whimsy, right? Like yeah, whimsy. It, yeah, it just it's just it's not more serious, but it's maybe take uh, the comedy's maybe a little more intentional and a little little more grounded in in realism. I think well, is a fair and, and without yeah. jumping constantly to VFX shots, there were I think more fight scenes. And they were yeah. like cooler and felt like they were better acrobatic and you know I don't know yeah. just like mm-hmm. there was more fighting that I enjoyed. No, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, I, I think that's totally it. Do Ranger feels like something that you and your friends could make, and, uh-huh. especially <laughs> sure. in like high, in like in high school, yeah. and, sure. and, and in a good way, in the way that that's what a what kids would make and what kids would enjoy. And yeah, and Abba Ranger maybe felt a little more pro like dialed in to like this is television we know what we're doing we know you know what i mean just uh-huh. a little more professional a little more a little more uh uh smooth yeah. smooth down edges yeah yeah let me let me spring off that because i i have a i have trouble like if i was going to compare the two japanese shows right now i have trouble deciding which one i like more simply because i think they do two different things really well i think that i think that Jew ranger being older is more in line in touch with what I think the tokusatsu genre is in my heart, mm. like old school Ultraman, Ultraman, yeah, Godzilla, like all this stuff. Like I think it's closer to that really like hammy, campy. You can almost see the strings kind of feel that is. Well, like, it was what so it was nice. what made it was what made Spider Man so timeless. Surprisingly, for such a weird, crappy '60s show, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, was like hey, just a little a little plug. We did watch Japanese Spider Man on the Patreon. We did for watch Infinite Japanese Spider Man on the Spider Man uh, on the Patreon for Infinite Backlog. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Um, and this one, and with Abba Ranger, I, 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 it doesn't feel dated, but it doesn't have that like Muppets quality, right? Like, right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Right. It's it, it's it CGI Yoda instead of puppet Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in return. I think what we get is a much better more characters. interesting premise, more interesting characters, and like a better sense of like how to put this content on film. And so like I I have I have a hard time ranking those two. I think both And how of them... to take the silly to it like, you know, all the way to twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Like the those weapons are bizarre and hilarious <laughs> in a way that uh uh Zoo Ranger never really did. It never went like full uh 
it, it was never like that, right? Like, yeah, where just things things just transformed into silly things. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think obviously, uh, Dino Thunder is way better than Mighty Morphin in totally. every every way that you can imagine. Uh, except if you like bad content, which a lot of people do. It's like a sort of, you know, fun way to consume things is to enjoy the bad. So you don't I mean, get that as much. I, I would take I would take those three. Well, I I would take Jason over Connor any day. Ethan's definitely better than Billy. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't I don't love the three kids. Uh, I agree. Too bad. I, I, li- I liked them fine. I had, I had I a fun time with Kira. In They've a way, got Disney hero. Like, like, I think that's, yeah. We mentioned that Disney took over. These kids feel like yeah, high school musical energy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But you did mention high school musical. I didn't really relate the two at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. We are doing one more week of this. We are jumping ahead in time yet again. We're going to go next week to uh, Juken Sentai Gekidenja, which holds a, a, a nice little place in Rory in my heart. Uh, uh, and it's uh, Power Rangers counterpart, Power Rangers Jungle Fury, uh, 2007 and 2008. So that'll be our final stop on our Sentai tour, and I'm already feeling sad that we have to leave. And me too. Uh, this, this has been, been a blast. A ray of sunshine. And <laughs> yeah. two th- let's can we talk about 2007 is so late to be doing peak 90s bullshit with your titles. Just like let's put two cool words together. Fuck it. <laughs> Jungle Fury is Jungle Fury. Yeah. Yeah. I, although, honestly, again, I, I wish every week was Sentai Week. I, <laughs> I know. Like, having so much fun with this. Yeah. Same, same, same. So, I hope you are too. And if you are, well, you only have to wait one week because we're going to see you next Tuesday. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. (laughs) And you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. <laughs> it comes out most Saturdays. We've also got I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. Me, Rory Voy. It's a podcast where I have read Dune and they're my captive audience for an hour. Every Wednesday till we finish the book, we're releasing I've Read Dune with Rory Voy. Me. And I've Read Dune. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content, everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, And, you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give, we would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. (laughs) Um, Send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. (laughs) Please ruin us with your memes. (laughs) As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.